What is going on everyone? Welcome back to the CEO class, the number one place for showcasing business and entrepreneurship. Now today, you'll join me again on another podcast and today we're talking all about trainer reselling, everything around sneakers, you name it, we're here with the main man himself from King of Kicks, Theo Clough. How you doing bro, you okay? I'm good my bro, how you doing? Very well, thanks. Very Having well. a good busy day? Always busy bro, always busy. Yeah, and no, I appreciate you taking your time out to do this podcast man. Uh, yeah, I, pre- I appreciate you coming up bro. We've been, been meaning to do it for a while, so you know, I'm, I'm finally glad that we can sit yeah, here. Finally here bro, putting it together. Yeah, so talk, talk to me man, trainer reselling, you're obviously the king of kicks, you know? King of kicks, as it says, yeah. So, do you know what, before we get into it, yeah, what does it mean, king of kicks? So where did you get the name from? King of Kicks, it's sort of like, well, King of Kicks, where the, where the king, we're doing it the best. Yeah. That's that's how I like to think about it. We're offering the best. Offering so what, the best so when you thought of the name, was that the first thing like you thought of like, I'm the king so of Kicks? So it actually took me a while to think of a name. Yeah. Because this is a common thing that stops people, right? Yeah. Um, and then I think of my brother who said the name. Mm. Um, I drew up a logo. Well, one, one night I just jumped out of bed, got a logo idea in my head, drew it down, got it made. Yeah. Um, it's a different logo to what it is now. This is like a new version. And that's a very, that's not a very good looking logo. You're going to have to show me that one. Go on and see what I will it's show like. you that. It's, how old, how old were, you then? It was a good concept, but it wasn't that good looking to look at. So how old were you then when you started the business? I think I was like 18. Hmm. I was, um, I was dabbling a little bit before I got the Instagram and socials going and stuff like that. And then I've been doing it e-commerce style with a website for two years now. That's not bad. Two years. So that's... Pretty much been solid for instance to start. Yeah, so we're always like eBay, Depop, private sales, stuff like that for a while. Yeah. Um, and then once I started doing the website, that was like two years ago, yeah. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and set the bell notification to all so you never miss a single episode. I'm not sure if you mentioned, you're 23, right? Yeah, yeah so I just, just turned 23. So you would have started probably uh, when you are 20, 21, roughly? Uh, on this site, yeah. On the site. Well, like sell, selling all together is probably like 18, 19. Okay. Trainers, yeah. selling trainers. Yeah, yeah, trainers, trainers. So where did the whole idea come about for you, Phil, man? Trainers, so, trainers, I know nowadays we're living in an age where everyone's talking about trainers. Like me and my mates were literally having this conversation the other day that trainers can make or break your outfit. And we were speaking of some WhatsApp yeah. as well, like to a point where you can have a, the most drippiest clothing, but if your trainers are dead, it's not working. Same thing, yeah, likewise. Yeah, look, I mean, you, you can do a £20 fit, nice trainers, get yeah, away with it. Exactly, you do a £20 yeah. trainers, still pulling nice buds. fit, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always been into clothing, designer brands, fashion, that type of thing. What, from like a young age? From or? a super young age, I've always been into designer brands. Mm. I used to listen to a lot of like UK rap and stuff on YouTube. Yeah, you know, oh, they always talking about it. Yeah, you want to yeah. you, you know, dress like, you want to dress in designer clothes and stuff. And I used to go to, I remember I used to go to Flannels and like, I couldn't afford the stuff. Mm. And I bought this like, uh, blue Stone Island crew neck with like a navy blue I bought it and returned it three separate times why? because I bought it and I was like shit I've got no money left okay yeah 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 so I bought it returned it three times same shop same jumper just so you could wear it at the three different occasions no I didn't wear it so I brought it home tried it on and I was like looking at price tag and I was like no that were a bad purchase how much was it? it was like 100 and, back then they were like 150 170 quid retail now yeah. they're like 220 but at the time so yeah used to just return stuff because uh, I just regretted buying it because mm. I didn't. I knew my I knew my money wasn't ready for it. Yeah, you know what I'm okay, saying? Yeah, I was yeah, too yeah. young. I was spending all my money on a jumper. It's yeah. not, not the. It don't make sense. Didn't make sense. Yeah. Didn't make sense. Did you have the business at this time, or was it just personal for you? No, this was stuff? just this was just when I was young, knocking okay. about. I didn't know what to spend money on. Like yeah. I knew I knew to save, and I I knew that I wanted to be in business, but I didn't know how it all came it's about. Come about. Yeah. Like, I was still buying and selling, but I wasn't saving for like, to go towards something. So I was the opposite. I was never really into designer like that or any sort of trainers or anything like that. Uh, it was only up until maybe 17, 18, I want to say, 
along them lines, I bought my first ever pair of Giuseppe's. I don't know why I bought Giuseppe's because looking back at them now, they're hideous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Any representatives from Giuseppe's, are, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I bought them and then I wore them once or twice and then I hated them after that. After that, I never bought designer stuff because I was just like, what a waste. I spent uh, $5.50, $5.95, whatever the price is. Um, and I never wore them. And from that day, I've never really bought designer or anything like that. I've never bought Jordans. I've never bought anything. I'll accept it as presents. Don't get me wrong. If anyone wants to give me gifts safe, I'll accept it. But I've never gone out of my way to spend money on it. So I, I was never really into designer like that, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've always been into it, but I've never been, a, I've never bought it really. Yeah. Uh, I bought, I've, you know, I bought odd bits, but they might have been off somebody or something like that. Mm. Um, but I always had that interest. Always had that interest. And then the, the buying and selling of shoes, it sort of came about when I left college at 17. I had no money through college. Didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. Started applying for jobs everywhere. Like I'm talking retail jobs, JD sports type thing. Yeah. You know, just jobs you can get without any experience. No qualifications or like that. Or I couldn't, like couldn't yeah. get a job anywhere. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And I'm no joke. I just applied to. I mean, oh, like not you couldn't get the hundreds. retail jobs either. No, I couldn't get normal jo- a normal okay. job. I'm yeah. thinking, what's going on here? Why do you think that was? No idea. You know, I had a few GCSEs and loads of work experience. Like yeah. I had two jobs when I was at school, mm. like on s- separate days. Um, I had all the work experience and stuff. Couldn't get a job anywhere. So I spoke to my brother and he, sa- he said, I think he mentioned something about, uh, you know, outlet stores and stuff. Mm. So I started doing outlet stores, you know, buying and selling. Then, uh, you know, bought four pairs. I remember when they were at the end of my bed in my room. Then it came eight. 12, 16, bang, bang, bang. Filled room up. Mm. Spare room, filled that. Went downstairs into the cellar. Uh, you know, that obviously it's damp in the cellar. Yeah. Started storing stuff down there, working out of there. No no sunlight. Um, so the stuff in the outlet, I'm assuming it's not Jordans and everything, right? You're just going to get stuff in the See outlet. now... Um, How, how's it work the, exactly? What the, sort the, of out, stuff the outlet game's changed now. So I'm, the stuff that I'm saying now is not going to be relevant for you to go because how Brexit and stuff's happened. Yeah. Stock doesn't come into the UK the same anymore. But back when we were doing it, um, the shit used to be crazy, bro. It used to be all types of stuff. Mm. Um, and then probably something we'll come back to speak about later is like yeah, how that turned uh, when COVID hit. But yeah, we just just buying and selling cheap stuff. I mean, it, it's not even necessarily stuff you'd want to buy. It was just stuff that we're flipping on eBay. Mm. You know, searching product codes and selling on eBay. Like it's retail arbitrage. That's 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 like the yeah. official name for it. So generally, as like a young business owner, right? Everyone who seems seems to be young started the business young as well. They generally had some sort of background in business in school, whether it's selling sweets, selling drinks, that sort of lot. So, what was your whole childhood life like? Yeah, so I've whole- always been selling. Like yeah. I've, I remember selling stuff at nine years old. That was my first. You got, you got to mention what you were selling before you chewing get in gum. trouble. Chewing gum, <laughs> uh, chewing gum on the swimming coach. Do you know, <laughs> yeah. did you go swimming at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like year four. As you know, we didn't have a. Uh, yeah, no, year four, I did yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I was selling, I was selling chewing gum on the swimming coach. Was oh, it? Always been buying and selling through yeah. school sweets. Um, yeah, sweets. I was putting work in at school. Got a mm. bit older and then started selling like clothes and stuff like that. Why do you yeah. think you were selling back in school? Was it for money or um, because it just it just felt natural to me? It just it just felt natural to me. I liked to, I liked to do it because um, you know what? When I'm looking back at it now, yeah, like obviously money is good back then, yeah, but you still haven't you ain't got much recognition of what this money means. So what are you the kids and all that sort of stuff selling for? Yeah, like you know it's I mean? mad. I like I, I was now selling. it's different because everyone wants a 14 year old wants a pair of Jordans, so they're gonna sell. But back then it wasn't like that. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, and he, he, I wasn't even earning to like put it towards something. Yeah. I wasn't even like, because I remember I saved up a, a decent chunk of money and it's like, I didn't even know what to do with it. Yeah. You right. know, I maybe if I'd have had a bit of different guidance, I might have started my own business or something. But I've always had, I've had like a few businesses I started. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't see it through. Like I remember I tried a, I tried like a t-shirt company when I was probably like 14 or something. Just never really. What, just like printing t-shirts? Yeah, it? yeah. It's like screen printing t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it must've got too difficult and then I just, just quit basically. Mm. And then I remember like I started, I did a YouTube channel at one point. Don't try to find that either. What were you doing on YouTube? Don't exist anymore. Like a gaming one. But like a fil- filming, it wasn't filming myself, it was like filming uh, yeah, montages crazy. and that type of shit. But it, it just never turned into anything. I wasn't really that way inclined with it. That That's mad, yeah, because this is one thing that no one knows about me, yeah. This isn't the first YouTube channel I've started. I had, um, I'm not even going to mention the channels, but gaming was one of them. People are going to find it now. Though. No, they're never going to find it. Never, ever going to find it. I, I, I know because that, yeah, I'm not even going to mention it because then they will find it. But yeah, no, that was like, this is my third YouTube channel essentially, right? But what do you think, like the, the YouTube stuff and other businesses, right? Do you think it was too hard or do you think it was, you didn't put 100% effort into it? Like, if I, didn't, put- I didn't put 100% effort, but I was probably just a bit too young. Mm. So I'm not saying I couldn't have figured it out if I'd have kept trying, but yeah. if maybe if I were a couple of years older, I might have, you know, figured it out a bit better and mm. then seen some results and then carried on. But it just didn't click with me, but I've always had that. I've always had that like want to start drive, doing something yeah. for myself, yeah. So we'll dive into this later on as well, but what do you think it is that made you continue with King of Kicks and, and got you the position where you are in right now? Well what element of it? They just there's like in my head there's not another um, there's no plan B going on. Mm. Like what whatever I'm doing right now, like it's happening regardless. Yeah. So if it's not happening yet, it's gonna happen. In the future, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I've just kept going because in my head it's not happened yet. Like I'm not, I'm, there's no, I'm not even entertaining a plan B or I might, I might do this, I might do that. It's like, mm. yeah, I'm doing this. This is my main thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about it. This is what I'm doing. So why do you think, we'll touch, touch on sneakers here. So why do you think it is that people are getting hyped about Jordans now? Jordan 4s, Jordan 1s, Dave and Stormzy made a song on it. And from then, Jordan's been even more popular. So when I, when I first started, um, it was popular, but it was way more niched. Yeah. now it's like the past two years bro been it's mad. gone crazy yeah. like everybody's normal you, people are wearing them you know what it was it was a point where everyone's wearing designer like shoes LV Gucci whatever the case is now everyone's rocking, rocking Jordans exactly bro you know and I mean? it's, it's sportswear but it sits with high fashion as well yeah. it mixes so where's that come from then well the the products themselves bro the good the good quality like yeah. let's say I'm gonna be able to grab these without grab these these are like same quality as designer shoes. Okay, yeah. Like the stitching and the leather and like this this is the same as a Balenciaga. Yeah. Well, Balenciaga's a seven ton. So why can't this be why can't this sell for more? Yeah, no, of course. How like, much and, is that? And this this these are like uh, this size is four fifty, the last one we've got, but if you get like a size eleven in them, it's you're talking like six hundred. Is it? But this, this obviously these have gone up. They didn't, they didn't used to always be this. Yeah, I need a discount, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can get a discount, bro. But like, I like those know, ones though. Like these up top as well. Yeah, the, they it, can't see it on camera, but yeah. It's super high quality. I don't think we'll be able to grab it without knocking Mike, but Yeah, but that's what the, I'm saying. The, the, high, the high quality goods yeah. and the hold the value. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm not I, I, I support it because if you can if you can buy an expensive pair of kicks wear them six, seven times, 10 times, 20 times, sparringly, look after them, clean them. Mm. They're going to still hold value in a year's time. Yeah. If you want to go drop 1,200 pound on some lubes, 
Like you can wear it, you can wear them twenty times, bro, and it's like no one's gonna give you eight hundred quid for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shoes, it's different. Yeah. The shoe, shoes go up, so you can get an expensive pair of shoes that's still gonna go up, and then because you're wearing them, they're going down. They sort of meet, so mm. you don't actually lose that much. Yeah. So these serious collectors, even though they've got a lot of money in shoes, they're not actually spending that much. What you say is like an asset then. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. I never thought. Plus, about it's that. a good conversation starter. Of course, yeah, because the you first know, thing people look at nowadays is your crepes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, nice shoes. Like, I, I, I get it sometimes, bro. Nice shoes, bro. Where do you get them from? And yeah, just and start the whole, chatting. Yeah. Start chatting, chatting about shoes and then about life. It's a. How many customers do you think you acquired off the back of that conversation? Nice shoes. Oh yeah, this is my business. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, yeah, it's good. It's. It's good. It's like a. It's like I'm not going to say a secret club, but it's like it shows that you both have a certain understanding of a certain level to a certain of a certain culture. So only pop- yeah, positive. This, this, really. this crepe game is mad, you know. Yeah, it's it's deeper than just it's deeper than just people. You know, you're not just spending money on shoes. Like there's there's more to it than that. Yeah. No, of course, of course. So then we'll go back into your business a bit as well, right? So when would you say like um, it started taking off for you, King of Kicks? It's been a steady incline all mm. the way. Um, you know, I, f- I first started getting the ball moving when, uh, when like I was in my first office, yeah, um, and I first started going into advertising and stuff like that. And then obviously, you, you, your advertising can be scaled as much as you want to scale it. Obviously, mm. the back end's got to be able to handle it. But yeah, as soon as I started running ads, we started started taking it seriously. Once I incurred some costs, that's when I'm like, I'm taking it seriously now, because but- once you've got the place and the um, extra bills it's like you've got to be like you can't just be thinking oh well I'll, I'll get back to it at a different time you've got yeah. to t- start taking it seriously stay consistent what was your initial investment when you started oh 200 quid that's it yeah. what did you I get for 200 quid market stalls market stalls what yeah. did you do in the market stalls so I used, to, I used to sell eggs right my dad sells eggs he's a market trader yeah um, sells eggs cheese and milk on Leeds Market he's got like a shop more of a shop than a stall yeah so Whitaker's eggs, Leeds Market. If you're in Leeds, it's still need, there. Yeah, if you need, if you need dairy cheese. Yeah. Uh, so eggs. your dad's still there selling eggs, cheese, milk. Yeah, he, lo- he loves it. He's, he's he's always been a trader. My granddad's were a green grocer, so he used yeah. to sell like fruit and veg and stuff. Um, so it's just natural to me selling. So that it's, makes sense why you're selling in school then. Yeah, it's similar to your DNA. Yeah, your this, blood. Is, this is where it comes from. So I'm sure these things I've seen as a child where I've, I've gone like, wow, this is this is our yeah, this yeah, is yeah, our living. Be, plus my brothers. Yeah. Um, one of my brothers is still an entrepreneur. The other one used to be entrepreneurial, mm. um, and then the other one isn't entrepreneurial. But um, it's just some, being something that I've always seen. Yeah. And then because I've seen my dad working when I used to work with him as well, you see now he's talking to customers and buying and selling, and you sort of picking it up from there. Um, so yeah, I, I used to do I used to do market stalls on the weekend while I was at college. I couldn't get a job, um, so I started doing that. And it was my stall, although I was like buying from. So my what dad. did you say to your dad that you're gonna get your own stall essentially? Yeah, yeah. So I, I in said the same market as well. No, no, different market. Okay. So I used to travel to like affluent-ish areas. Yeah. And do like farmers market type things. Yeah. Well, people just walk around spending money, bro. And you know, you get people making like little comments and that. But I'm thinking, I'm 17, making 120, 150 quid on a Saturday, yeah. Sunday. I'm thinking I'm I'm doing that as much You're as I can. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that as much as I can. Who did you get comments from? Um, no one in particular, but you know, like maybe not necessarily comments, but they're like, "Oh, selling eggs, maybe pulling a face." I was like, Fuck. Uh, it was, "That's what I'm saying." It's like your friendship group, people around your age, around um, the area. It's hard to say. Not not particular people, but yeah, people around my area. You know, you get you get certain people um, stuck in a certain mindset, and then yeah. you know they're more bothered about what the connotation of working is rather than the actual. 
actual fruit that you get yeah, from yeah, there. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So then you transitioned from selling eggs and milk and cheese to trainers. So I Which only sold eggs on my stall. Oh, you only sold just yeah, pure eggs? it's the stall at Leeds that sells that sells everything. Where did you get all your eggs from? Well, I used to buy them from my dad. Okay. And then sell, <laughs> sell them. I used to have a little van. Yeah. And uh, I used to go outlets. Okay, so this is the point you're driving at this point then? Yeah, I'm driving at this point. Okay, cool. So I had, so I had, a, little, I had a little... travel easy. I was thinking, what, you can be walking around Leeds with like a batch of yeah. eggs and stuff like that. I, I had a little 800 pound van. Yeah. And that van was that was sick. Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was like my it was like my portal to sell. Okay, yeah. Because as soon as I got that, I started making money because I could make money out of it. Yeah, 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 for sure. So you know, I started hitting markets. Just park it up, open the doors, exit there. No, I mean I used to set table up. I've uh, I used to have like artificial grass, salt signs, duck eggs, quail eggs, all Is it? that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were they actually ducking quail eggs? Yeah. And all that? Okay, so you. And then it. I used to go outlets. Um, so I'd go outlet on the morning and then have an egg round. Yeah. After it. So in the back of my van, I'd have loads of eggs and loads of bags of shared trainers. I was going to say, what's that? Oh my God. Did you ever... Have, what? So what is an egg round? So that's like delivering to cafes and stuff like that. Okay. So you had multiple sources of income from them eggs. Yeah. And then I had like... <laughs> so I'd do outlet egg round, other little bits of making money. Anything. So I'm just, I'm if just someone needs a lift with something, I'm, I'm doing it. For this podcast, what do I title it? From selling eggs to selling trainers? Like, that's a if mad you transition, want, bro. Any, any hustle... Anyone listen, who sees listen, that title... Bro, they're, they're when, I need, when I needed money, like... It, it's anything. Yeah. It's anything, bro. Like, seriously. Um, what else have you done to make money? Scrap metaling. Yeah. At one point. At one, at one point, yeah. And th- I did this. I'm not saying I did it for a while, but I was selling I was selling £10,000 worth a month revenue. Of? Uh, shoes. Okay, For yeah. my online business. Yeah, 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 And I was still like, if I'm driving past a bit of scrap metal on the road, like, I'm fe- thinking in my head... Earn, 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 earn. I'd, I'd pull over and pick it up, bro. Put it back in my van. Is it? I swear to God. I, until it got to the point when my mate said to me, like, what, Phil, what are you doing? <laughs> How what much are you money doing? Is I just get money? obsessed, though. You know what's sick? I remember my dad done this when I was younger, yeah? Uh, mm. we, we had construction work going on in my house. And uh, he was, he said to me, I didn't understand why yet. It must have been like 13, 14. He said to me, every single bit of metal you could find, put it in a bag. I was like, that's long. All right, cool. I'll do it. And we went to a scrap metal place and I think we got like 500 pounds altogether or something like that. And I was like, That's what I'm saying. And, and you know what it is? I didn't do it that much. I wasn't a scrap metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that, that's not my point. But my, my point was, any, anything anything where I can make money, money bro, you're going to do it. it. Yeah, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't care what it is. Yeah. I just didn't care what it was. Obviously now, I'm, it's, it's not like that. Obviously yeah. it's changed, but I've, I've earned the right for it to change. But when you've got no money and you want to start, bro, that, that's what you've got to do. When you see scrap metal now when you're driving, do you, has it ever come in your head like? Don't even think about it. Not at all. No, that's a hard one probably to come out of as well that sort of thing so you're doing 10 grand a month then at that point still doing other side hustles why why did it occur to you to do other side hustles 10 grand a month because I'm just I'm just doing as much as I can I'm yeah. doing as much as I physically can and that wasn't the smart way to work and I'm not saying that's the right way to do it but with how young I was and at the time I'm just thinking I need to do as much as I physically can mm. like it's, it's not about oh I'm going to spend more time on this what I probably should have been doing is just e-commerce and then education around e-commerce. Yeah. That's what I wasn't doing. That would have been the smarter way, but this is just what I did. Well, you're going to have things coming in the future, I'm sure, with, that, with the whole personal brand. We'll talk about that later on. So talk to me about the regarding the whole story of King of Kicks, right? So you started in your bedroom, essentially, right? Yeah, started in my bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, end of my bed, stack, 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 filled it. Spare room, filled it. Cellar, um, filled, filled it. it. Shoes started going mouldy. How many no. how many people are you living with at that time? Uh, three people. Did they ever get annoyed thinking like? No, it ran, it ran, my dad didn't get annoyed. My dad just hmm. I, didn't, I didn't ask him to be fair. I just, so I, just I, I, I just bring it home and do <laughs> it, bro. Yeah, yeah. 
But did they understand what you were doing? Yeah, they understood what I was doing. So, you know, they, they supported it. They, and, they never had any comments or anything. And you not going to college, essentially, did they have any comments? Or how did they feel about all of that? So, me going to college were like um, a misguided thing. Like my school, nobody mm. ever came in and said, oh, well, if you go do this, this will happen. If you go do this, this will happen. Yeah. I wasn't that intellectual. Like, I wasn't really like book smart. Um, so I went to college and did business and IT because I just thought, well, business and IT goes into everything. Well, it doesn't because you've got to do specific courses yeah, yeah, for yeah, specific for things. Thing, yeah. The whole reason why I went to college is because um, it was just basically something to do. We were mm. a waste of, I just wasted time, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wasted time. So then you, you packed out your house, basically. Did you get an office then after that? Yeah, so then it got to a point, like, my shoes started going mouldy in the cellar. Yeah. And when you're giving shoes away, it's the mouldy, it's like, you need to, you need to sort your shit <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so I moved into my first spot, filled it, uh, got another room, and then COVID happened. So that's the period of, of how long you're talking from to get in the first place? So that's like probably a year and a half, two years. Of uh, that's how I look. Yeah, probably doing it. not doing it that seriously. Yeah. Still doing it a lot, but not you know like I'm, I've got no bills. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. Um, but hundred percent of my money is still going in. Hundred mm. percent every time. And then I moved to my first spot, um, filled it. Then COVID happened, and like COVID for me was just a heavy work period. Like I just got my head down big mm. time. So it, it was like a getting my head down with no distractions. So I didn't. I wasn't playing Xbox and wasting time and stuff like I were, I were working for the full thing yeah I saw it as like a, a bit of a positive yeah, yeah of course yeah um, but what were mad was like when lockdown happened I was like wow my life's not that different anywhere because yeah. how much I were working yeah yeah um, but I was doing it like an unhealthy amount where it changes like your mental health and every aspect of your life you know I shouldn't have done that that was that was another mistake why not what sort of impact did it have on you well you lose your social skills so yeah. like your social I feel like in lockdown anyway, uh, quite a lot of people lost their social skills because obviously lockdown yeah definitely but I was like I was putting myself through that beforehand okay and the thing is when you're working on a business by yourself as well it's like it's not that sociable anyway yeah, so no, like Monday to Friday when you're working by yourself yeah. other people are at work and talking to whoever and it just affected things, yeah. I, I noticed my output was not was yeah, not, and even if your I mean, mates are like yeah jump out and stuff like that but you you know you're not just a nine to five you're constantly working all the time so yeah, your, your social skills go downhill. Yeah, and then yeah. plus on top of that, I was like super saving money. So I was like unsociably saving money. What do you so mean? So let's say me and you were studying a shop and you're buying a drink for £2.50. I might be going, £2.50? No, you're <laughs> thinking, you're thinking, what's wrong with this guy? It's only, yeah. only £2.50. Yeah, you know, yeah. like stuff that didn't matter. Yeah. But because I was that obsessed and going over it and over it and over it in my head, mm. that's how I thought I should do it. But So you, you mentioned there that basically every single penny that you earned, you kept into the business. Mm. Yeah. Why Why is it that you had that mindset and why is it that you didn't really spend anything on yourself? Where do you think that comes from? Did someone tell you that or did no, you just, I mean, I just natural instinct? I just, I just think that like, it's not moving yet. What's not moving? Like, the, business is, the business is moving, but like, I'm not, I'm not, I've not, I've not made it yet. I mean, yeah. I've not made it now, but I'm not, it's not time to sit back and start enjoying start, stuff. Start enjoying stuff. Mm. Like, it's a long process. You've, mm. you've got to hustle for a long time. So I just, I just knew like, the more I spend on myself, the less is going to go into the business and that's yeah. going to be slower growth. But you do, do need to spend a little bit on yourself. Like there's stuff that you need. Do you know what I'm saying? You've just, got to enjoy yourself from time to time. You've got to enjoy yourself from time to time because that, yeah. that affects your output through the week anyway. Yeah, because it's like you, you need to know, you need to have something to work towards. 100%. You need to enjoy your life. And then the money that you make as well as good as it is keeping it in the business 
if you're not spending it on yourself or enjoying life that much, you do question what am I doing it for in the first place. See, this this is this is the point that it got to. Um, you know, when when I, when I really did start picking up some steam, and then uh, you know this COVID stuff was happening. So when COVID hit, all the shops were closed for two years or mm. a year, a full year. Like every shop in the world was closed for a year. Yeah. So what it meant was there was an absolute influx of stock hitting outlet stores. Mm. Yeah. And when the shops still first opened, like it got crazy, bro. Like I'm talking, this started taking over my life. Like, you know, me and, me and a few of the outlet boys were just proper hammering it. Like I'm talking spending a thousand pound a day, 1500 pound a day, every single day, seven days a week, mm. new stuff. Because of that influx of stuff, all discounted, going to shop, going to these uh, yeah, shops. Yeah, because yeah. everywhere were closed. And it got to the point where um, we were sleeping in the car park to get first in the queue. Is it? Sleep, like sleeping in the cars <laughs> in the car park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd literally um, leave the shop at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. been in there since 10. And then I'd, I'd go to work, work for a full day. By eight o'clock, I'd go home, eat, shower, hmm. straight back out. Drive to the car park, chill overnight, sleep, do the same thing, get in the queue. So, how much stock were you picking up per day? Like 30 items, 40 items, clothing, accessories, everything, just new stuff, like heavily discounted. So, where do you get your stuff now from? Because, to, to, from my knowledge, which is very little anyway, you can't get like these Jordans in the store, right? Or- yeah, so, um, so the stuff that I sell now is completely different. I don't go to any outlet stores or anything like that. The game's finished because about stock, stock comes into the UK and stuff. So yeah. I've, not, I've not done that for a while now. That was just sort of like when I was getting just going. Out, yeah. um, this type of stuff, you've just you've just got to um, get the contacts over time. You start working with certain people. Certain people get bulk a lot. And when you're a good buyer and you buy a lot of stuff to do repeat business with you, yeah. you know, you've got to notice market patterns, notice what's going to go up in value, what's not really worth buying, what people are liking. You know, if, it's, if summer's coming up, you want to be getting triple white shoes. If winter's coming up, you want to be getting some darker ones. Um, yeah, you've just got to make predictions and notice market patterns and stuff like that and then buy them at the right time. So the timing's important with this type of stuff. So here's a good question for you then, yeah? When Dave and Stormzy came out with the song uh, Clash and the line was Jordan 4s and Jordan 1s, did you think, did it, was it a light bulb moment in your head thinking, oh my days, this is about to pop off? Yeah, I mean, all uh, all my Instagram stories were Jordan Falls and Jordan Falls, <laughs> film, yeah. it, film it, shoe and stuff. But I tell you what, that wasn't that wasn't when this thing really started banging. It was the Last Dance uh, documentary on Netflix with Michael Jordan. Yeah. When that came out, Jordan started going crazy. You know, like showing Michael Jordan's yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, our age, we all know Michael Jordan is, but we didn't well, we watch Michael history. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't sure. watch Michael Jordan growing up. Yeah. So when that documentary came out, everyone were like, started getting proper into it and that's when it started going crazy in my opinion anyway because it's almost like everyone's appreciating his work sort of thing yeah yeah because they've seen they've seen the back end of the story yeah, that's mad but these are all like technically speaking all basketball trainers isn't it so, like, yeah yeah but it's like you know, I, I won't really play basketball yeah. in these it's mad so are you getting it for like retail price essentially then I, I, I pretty much get nothing for retail is it so yeah. even you're buying it from resale yeah I buy it resale I buy every, pretty much everything pretty much everything resale how much are retail prices on that? like let's just say those yeah for example you these said- are like I mean when these came out it was 170 yeah. now it's 200 retail for Jordan 4's yeah um, they used to be like 135 yeah. now they're 170 and they're Jordan 1's um, these are like 150 yeah but these are like worth 600 pound um, you said that it's mad what else 
Yeah, it's like the the, ret- the retail's fairly low. I mean, they're bringing it up now because there's extra prices where um, do you have Brexit any, and stuff. Are you in like discords and stuff like that where they're just shelling? Yeah, dis- the, Discord groups, WhatsApp groups, that everything. type of thing. You just, I mean, it, the thing is, it's all about relationships, right? Mm. You build these all the time doing a lot of business. And as long as you're doing good business and honest business, you build these relationships. Um, so I get the vibe, yeah. As much as that you're selling the trainers, a lot of your time's probably sent, spent trying to source the trainers. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot goes into buying. Um, obviously, when you've got good suppliers lined up, like, like, like I know like it sounds I obvious, like half of it is buying and selling. But I mean, like I reckon with this sort of stuff, because it's limited. Quantity yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, go, a lot goes into buying. Yeah. Um, because you know you've got to pay the right prices. Because at the end of the day, stuff's only worth what it's worth, and you yeah. can only sell it for what you can sell it for. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I sell it at a certain price to include. Well, I'm we're offering returns, soon to be free returns. You can pay on clinically, pay later by paying instalments or interest-free thirty days. Um, we accept. Uh, we do. We're going to start doing next day delivery, and we accept um, returns, which is obviously a big thing. And then we like guarantee the authenticity of it. The thing is with this this type of thing, it's uh, there's a lot of grey market sellers, so it's individuals mm. selling. It's yeah. like the, the entry yeah, level is yeah. quite low. But the yeah. problem with that is it's just like with Yeezys. Um, I know, like for a fact, my sister. Yeah, she downloaded the Adidas confirmed app on my phone. Anytime like something gets released, she just she takes my phone and just does whatever she needs to do, mm. yeah. So it's like she'll get them and then try and resell them. So you, are you talking about like that sort of sense where it's individuals yeah, doing yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. But the, the problem is with that, like, yeah, you can buy off individuals, yeah. fine. But like, I'm talking from experience, 60% of people mm. are either not going to send it, it's going to be used, not going to ship on time. Yeah. They're going to speak to you like you're an idiot. You know, like I, I might buy some, you could buy something off someone on one of these platforms. Yeah. And it can be six days and they're not shipped. Yeah, like, oh, have you shipped this yet, mate? And then they'll start talking to you like on smoke. They'll go, it doesn't revolve around you, you know. I've got <laughs> stuff going on, this and that. Yeah, You're yeah. like, what are you talking about? They get too about? emotional about it. Yeah, and so <laughs> people don't want to deal with that. People yeah. want to buy it um, from proper places. Yeah, from, so like what, yeah. what we are, we're a proper shop and we offer guarantees. Hmm. So it's safe shopping. You know, it's legit. Yeah, You're getting what you paid for. You know, the customer service is there. We're going to resolve any issues. You're never going to be without your, without your stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, and that, that's important. That's what customers want, man. So it's it's just about working out customers' pain points and we're trying to accommodate to that as much as we can. Would you go retail-based? The thing is, it, it completely changes once you go retail. Because like... Because for example, like... Mm, I don't know if I want to mention... Okay, there's other retail stores within the reselling game. I won't mention any names. But obviously they do it. So what's the difference? So they're they're still reselling. Yeah. So they're still paying over. Re- they're they're like in a retail shop, um, but they're, they're not getting anything for. They, they might be getting some bits for retail, but they do still do buy resale prices. Mm. Um, I I probably would have, I probably would have a shop, and you know there's some stuff coming up, some plans going up that I can't really get into right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. there's there's extra stuff going on, more interactive stuff. Um, but I like the online, and I just think if you're getting something shipped to you for free, you can return it. It's like you might as well just order online, to be honest. And that, that's where that's where I see retail going. Probably not, makes not your life easier it, as well, isn't it, as a business owner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. And, um, you know, I, I'm interested in e-commerce, so I, I want to I wanna, I wanna build on that on that knowledge and on that skills. Are you shipping worldwide as well? Um, a few things changed after Brexit. Yeah. A few logistics we need to work out and we're going through different careers. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. not yet, but we will be soon we'll be once it's sorted. sorted but we're just focusing on the UK at the minute. Fair so... When we were talking off camera, WhatsApp, etc., you were telling me that when you had your first office, there was a there was essentially like a big 
downfall. Yeah, so, right, so um, my through. first office was um, paint, not, paint, not the, paint the picture for me and the uh, audience. So my, it was my second office, is, right? Mm. So you've moved uh, up from the first one at this point. Yeah, so at this point, it's busy. Christmas is coming up. Yep. I've got that much stuff and I can't store it that I'm cancelling orders every day, seven yeah. orders, ten orders a day. Yeah. You know, cancelling loads of orders because you can't find the stuff. Mm. It's all in bags on the floor and piled oh, up. Okay, to okay, each okay. Other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got to the point when you just can't work out of it. Yeah. And I've got Christmas coming up, so I'm just like, I need to start moving with this. Um, And then I found this unit and like, I, I just didn't even think about any of the negatives. Cause I just opened the doors and I've seen the space. I'm like, boom, I'm in here. How much bigger was it compared to your other one? About four times bigger. Okay. Like bigger than I even needed. Yeah. But I just thought I can grow into this. But there was no lights. Like there were light lights, but there were no daylight, mm -hmm. no windows. Yeah. It was freezing in the winter. It was like you were outside. Mm. All the ceilings were cracked. It was like an underneath a 200 year old building. Yeah. There were rats. I've seen rats down there. Kitchen's sh shit. It was just not good. It was just not good. Mm. Um, so I went in there and um, one time one time I were at uh, I were training and I got a phone call from my landlord to say that the, were you were training for what? I was just training like at, at gym oh okay okay, okay um, cool. and I got a phone call from the landlord saying you need to come down and it rained for about 15 minutes but super heavy super super heavy and I went down and it just Hopefully it just flooded. gone through everything you know it would, like on cardboard boxes it yeah. destroyed loads of stuff, loads of stuff. But mm. like looking back now, that's not, I'm not annoyed about that because that's a sign of growth. Mm. Like I knew I needed to be out of that uh, place, but you've got to be ready for the disruption and you're never ready for the disruption until you're disrupted. So just to give some context, would you want to say how much the value of you lost? Yeah, we're like 20,000 worth of damage. So how do you bounce back from 20 grand worth of damage? But I, I, knew, I knew that I shouldn't have been down there. So mm. all it was is so what, I were accountable for take it. Take it on the chin. Yeah, you've got to take it on the chin. I were accountable for it. Like if if you're gonna be, if if you're gonna cry when something bad happens, you shouldn't be in business. Like mm. these things happen and they're a sign of growth. But these are the these are the things that get you cracking on and get you sorting your shit out. But so I, I I agree with everything you're saying, right? Did you have any downfalls before that? For you to have that mindset of, all right, we've got to keep moving. I mean, if you're in your own, if you've got your own business, there's always downfalls. There's yeah. always going to be things that happen. At different levels, obviously, yeah. At different levels. There's yeah. always going to be things that happen. There's always going to be mistakes you make. So was this like the first like major downfall sort of thing? This major. was my biggest, but yeah. as you're growing, they're always going to get bigger. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's a, that's just a sign that you're growing. As so you you've, got, you've got to take it as a positive. I knew yeah. I should have been out of there. So if you, retrospectively speaking, if that didn't happen, would you say you would have stayed there for quite a bit longer? Well, this this is the thing. Um, it happened just before Christmas, so I were like, again in the same position. I need to move out Christmas. Mm. I need to get my stuff together, move in for November. See, I, I can't miss that trade. Um, so it just makes you get your shit in gear. You've got to, you've got to take it on the chin, and it's t take it as a positive and move with it. So, what's the biggest thing about Christmas? Why is that so important around around it? It's gifts, isn't it? So festive season, perfect gifts. Um, everyone's in a better mood. Yeah, people it, just spending money. Yeah, people are, just, people are just spending money and um, people want what... It's important what they're getting. It's not like they can wait two weeks. They can't always wait an extra two weeks for the item they want it. Yeah. They might want it gift-wrapped, which obviously we do. They might want some extras to go with it. So 
yeah, it's just just this type of thing at Christmas. It's just what it's a, it's a nice gift to get. If you get your shoes as a gift, it's that's a, that's just a good present. No, so. no, it is. You can wear it all all year round and all that sort of stuff. I thought, I'm trying to think. Have I got any Christmas gifts? No, I don't know. Yeah, I had a sad upbringing in that. No, no Christmas gifts. But no, 100. percent uh, Trainers are the one, man. Like get that for Christmas. You're chilling. Yeah, it's a good gift. I mean, I've no, I've never had a pair for Christmas, but someone wants, not, so what, someone king, wants to get me a pair. The king of kicks has, has never had a pair of trainers or a pair of kicks for his. Christmas. Not bought, not bought for me. I just, I just give the, I just give the shoes out. Oh bloody hell! So people around you must be loving it. Yeah, so, some, some, yeah. some. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So then after that, is that when you moved into here? Yes, that's when we moved into here about a year ago. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, took took a big jump, but I, I wanted to start taking it seriously. Like, I went from um, basically being a trainer flipper to a trainer retailer. Like, we're an online retailer. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we're ranking with some like big names in the industry. Industry, yeah. Um, you know, e-commerce is going really well. Spending a lot on ads, getting a lot of traffic, building social accounts out, um, taking on people for taking on someone full-time soon for um, content creation. So and up until this point, was it all just yourself at that point? So it was me and someone else. And then I used, I've always used freelancers. Yeah. Um, but you need the space to build the team out. Yeah. So. so as well as expanding the business itself, right? You're now, obviously you're sat here in this podcast and before I was looking at your Instagram, I couldn't find a picture of yourself. Yes. But now you're here sat in front of me. It's almost like a face reveal at last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How it comes? Um... It was just a decision I were gonna, I've made. So it's either, like with me, it's either I'm 100% private or I'm 100% personal brand. Yeah. So, you know, now we're moving. I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to make it different. And I've got, you know what it is? I've got a lot to say, so. Yeah, but so is what, is it, what is it in you that flipped that switch to say, all right, cool, personal brand time? Because you, I mean, you I, could I, run I watch, your business for. I, I watch a lot of personalities online. Yeah. Um, I don't think any negative about them. I enjoy watching them and I get content out of them. So I just thought, well, you know why? Why? Why am I not doing this? Yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the successful people I watch and I somewhat, somewhat want to emulate. Um, they're all got. They've all got personal brands on online. That's mm. the that's the commonality of it. So if you want, I just started it. No, fair enough. When did you, when did you start it now? What's that? When did you start it? Like personal brand pushing. This is, this is like it's, it's starting now. Exclusive, straight here on CEO class, mate. <laughs> no, that's how it's got to be. But then you're on know, the personal brand's the biggest thing you could do, man. Like you're speaking about off camera, like it's such a benefit to yeah, it's, hu- it's huge bro like you know like we were saying before it was what what flicked this it's, i tell you what flicked the switch with personal brand for me what made, made, really made me realize the impact uh george heaton yeah so honor represent i follow him i like the lifestyle like he's he runs marathons and does a lot of crossfit training yeah, yeah. while operating a big business and a brand and stuff like that yeah goes to sick places countries like he'll go to like paris and do a 10k mm. just like early morning I'm, I'm into that shit so um george heaton actually me watching his personal brand actually made me convert into a customer. And that's when I sort of went, wow, that was powerful. Because I don't usually get sold to. Like if I see an ad, you, you, I'm not the type of customer you're going to catch like that. But the personal brand was that shit. Yeah, when it resonates with someone, you're like, you know what, I want to support this in any yeah, way exactly. that I can. Yeah, you want to you support it. You can see that they're genuinely about it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And whatever it is, you've got to have respect for someone who's about something. Even if it's someone selling ice cream, bro, if they're selling the fuck out of ice cream, you've you got, got to respect, respect it. One hundred percent. Yeah, you've got, you've got to respect rate it. the hustle. You've, yeah, you've got to rate the hustle on any aspect, yeah. on any level. So, yeah. you know, um, I want to touch on something. Yeah, we were speaking about reading off camera, like rating the hustle and everything like that. You read now, but you said when you were in school, you weren't so much of a reader. Yeah. So this is something I realised with like the working hard and working smart. Obviously, you need to do both, but you can't just work hard. So I, I, when I were working seven days a week all the time, hmm. um, I thought I was literally going to sell my way into success. 
Like that's all I had to do. Just keep selling, 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 selling. I didn't have to learn. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, as you as you're progressing in business, you realise there's so much you don't know. Um, and it was it was Iman Gadji who put uh, some non-negotiable. He did like a video of like non-negotiable habits. Yeah. It was like meditating, reading, and um, exercising. Well, I'm already exercising. That was like, that's like a standard thing. That's standard thing for me. Like I'm I'm, I'm big into training yeah, and same stuff. Here. Um, so that that wasn't hard, but it was the reading and meditating, and it was the non-negotiables. So that's when I started really doing it every day. And I'm thinking, well, I'm just doing maths on books. And I'm thinking, you know, if you really want to start reading and putting the books away, you've got to be doing it every day. And then, I, you know, you read a few books that are recommended by uh, certified people. And it, cha- it just changes the game, bro. Do you have like a set amount of pages that you read per day? I try to do a chapter, a chapter a day. Chapter a day. If, I, if I'm having a good productive day, I'll do... Um, well, like some books, like Harry Potter chapters, that could be a big chapter, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not... Never know Harry Potter. It's all. No, no, but I'm just saying like some chapters stuff. are like long. Yeah, like it, sometimes you get books that are super long, but usually like even a long chapter might take you 45 minutes, which is like a good time. But usually yeah. it takes you about half an hour type of thing. So when do you usually read? Like after your date's finished? First before? first thing in the morning. Yeah. So I stack it in first thing so I'm not missing it. Yeah. I start work at like seven. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I read early morning to get it done. And if I'm having a productive day, I read before bed as well. I try to do something like business life in the morning and personal development on a night. Later on. But I, I, most of the time I only do one. Sometimes I don't do any, but because I'm doing some at least, it's it's good. I'm, so, I'm, I'm big into it. So talk to me, Dinner. What, what sort of books would you recommend? What sort of books that you've read so far that you think this was a must read? Um, like you said earlier, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Huge. Um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Huge. Grant Cardone, 10X. Huge. Um, atomic habits, huge. Um, you know, but how does how does one digest a book? Because I'm not gonna lie, like you can read a book here, but how do you take in that information? So I, I feel I, like reading it and taking it in is two different things. I get distracted very easily. Yeah, same. Um, I'm not I'm not that good at reading. Yeah. Like I can I can read fine, but sometimes you find yourself just going down the page. You're not actually taking anything. Taking in. anything here. So sometimes yeah. you've got. To, sometimes you do have to be in the right mindset. But Rich Wabaru said, um, I've seen him on his Instagram. He put a better way to take in books is to use a highlighter and listen to the audio book at the same time. Yeah. So I started reading, got a highlighter and an audio book because it's taking all of your senses away. So you're not looking away and you've got something in your hand. You can't pull your phone out and you can hear it. Mm. So that's how you can take it in properly. That's like some guy I know... Um, uh, his name's Alfie, right? I remember there was a video he showed on Instagram right now. Uh, not right now. There's a video he showed on Instagram where he had a book and it's literally covered in highlight of the whole thing. He's ingested the whole book. I think it was Rich Dad Poor Dad, I want to say. But literally highlight everywhere. And he's got it all marked like pink highlight would mean something blue, red, like all different things. Like the guy's mad and and it's inspirational. And the thing is, you never really know the impact of reading, right? But when you see someone else in the position they're in, like geezer makes a lot of money right listen and then there's a lot of, a lot of these top successful guys they're all readers, say reading they're yeah. all readers yeah. i didn't know this when i was younger but they were trying to push harry potter down my throat yeah i wasn't interested in none of that yeah. so even when i was younger i was like i'm not reading this are you mad i'm yeah. not i'm not i'm not reading this i'm not interested in it but now I'm, I'm reading and getting benefit out of it and let me ask you do you read it on a physical book or on your phone physical book you think there's a difference it's just how you're taking information. I get distracted easily, so yeah. I need to... You'll end up getting a notification on Snapchat or whatever. <laughs> just, you know, you know I, I get I get sidetracked easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. So I've got to... Um, you know, you learn this out of Atomic Habits, which is about habits. Mm. You're setting up your environment for a certain certain action. So if you're reading, you've got your phone there. 
and it's on, well, you know, you're easily going to get distracted. Exactly, yeah. So you've got to set your environment up for that for yeah. that one task. But the reading's huge. I mean, as soon as you read a couple of books um, that are highly recommended and this this strike with you, you know, you're only after that little sentence that switches something in your brain. Like at the end of the day, bro, you're reading the insight of someone who's they might have been alive fifty years mm. in. California and, or, in a book. and yeah. they put it in a book and you can get it for a tenner you're yeah. joking like, well, that t- when I was that tight when I was younger yeah, I'd have thought I'm not spending a tenner on a book now it's like you, know, you don't think about it do you see the, that's invaluable how long have you been reading for now then like, when um, did you first start probably about probably about a year and a half and how would you say it's changed you it's, it's huge it's huge bro honestly it's huge talk to me about like the feel before reading and the feel now after reading um just, I'm just more conscious of stuff yeah. all the time. So like when I said uh, I burnt all my communication skills, um, I had to read books to get my communication skills back. Okay, is it? So seen- like how to win, how to win friends and influence people were a big part of that. Yeah, and that sort of sort of that sort of helped me out quite a lot. Um, yeah, they're just they're just huge, man. Once you, once you start doing it, it's, I just think it's essential for success. To be honest, I need to start reading, man. Everyone tells me all the time that I need to start reading. There's so much. Books. There's, I mean, you, there's so much you don't know. There's so much you don't know, and my, my, my whole thing is it's not, it's not how much how much something costs, it's how much value it is. So if say, let's say books are a thousand pound each, mm. well, the, a book might have more value than a thousand pound. Do you get what I'm saying? And you're getting it for a tenner, so yeah. But do you think sense. do you think it's necessarily reading, or do you think it's the way that people indulge into content? So for people who might be reading, other people might be. For, I'm, I'm definitely saying more of a listener, right? So I'd say podcasts, Audible. Do you think? It's reading is is a uh, a key thing, or you got to find your your way to indulge. It doesn't have to be reading, but you know, don't get it twisted. You're not learning much in YouTube shorts. Yeah, yeah. Well, just you're learning just, when you watch your CEO cast, though. Yeah, you, you are when you're watching this podcast, but on this, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, if you're not, you, you might be taking in certain information, but when you're learning like that on short short video format, you're not really resonating with it. So yeah, you can hundred percent learn off YouTube, amazing stuff. Like you can learn everything off YouTube. But you've got to be sat with uh, writing it down, watching it on screen, and that's all you're doing. In my in my opinion. All right. So let me ask you. So you've you've watched the cast before, right? Yeah, I've watched. I've watched them all. Bro. I appreciate that. I appreciate. It. So then, when you when you're watching it, long form content, are you taking notes down or like how, so, how do you watch the so cast? Like I'm interested enough. CEO cast <laughs> for me is is uh, entertainment. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm into business. Yeah. You did. You're talking to good people. You're having health conversations. So I'm, I'm watching it for entertainment. Mm. Whereas, um, but do you get like knowledge and inspiration and stuff like that from? Yeah, hundred percent. But I'm, I'm like watching it from like a, a relaxed point of view. But okay. like, I'm talking if I'm if I'm trying to specifically extract information out of something, mm. you've got to take it in differently. And that's what I'm trying to do out of books. I'm not reading for entertainment out of books. You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I do not. To... I do not enjoy reading books. Yeah, yeah. I do not enjoy it, bro. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to ex- extract information from it. So. No, I hear you. That makes sense. To be fair, it's like because with with podcasts, especially like CEO cast, it can it can go anywhere, sort of thing, right? So you're watching it for the guy's story, the girl's story, you know, things just come across, but you're not actively seeking, for example, how to win friends, or is it how to win friends? How to win friends and influence people. That's the one. Yeah, so it's, that's like a pure knowledge, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's different. It's different. How do you win friends and influence people? Um, I think it's too long to get into, but it's just stuff like. Uh, it's a podcast, bro. We've got all the time in the world. It's about um, it's about having better conversations with people. So you know, let me give you an example. So like beforehand, when I was just working all the time, well, if your life is ninety five percent one thing, mm. 
majority of the time you're talking about that one thing. Yeah. Well, when that one thing's self-inclusive, like a business, not everyone gives a shit as much as you do. So whereas they might want to listen to it a little bit, they don't want to listen to it 95% of the time out of your mouth. So, you know, us having a conversation, it can't just be me telling you everything about me. It's got to be me asking about you as well. Do you feel like, yeah, I, I want, I'm, I'm very interested to know this. Do you feel like when people are talking to you about your business, you almost like hold back a bit just because you don't want to come across like you're talking all about yourself or something? Certain times, I mean, when I'm talking with right people who are interested in it, they love talking about business. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I can but talk all day, but yeah, yeah certain people, if they're, if they're talking about business, I'm just like, you know. You can't, yeah. Like, cause it, when people life. ask me about CEO costs and all that stuff, I feel like I get to a point where I can't talk about it too much because you can never talk about it too much because you're passionate about it. But then if you come across too much, it's like, it's all in your face sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? I don't know, it's a weird one. But yeah, At the end on, of the so day, bro, if you're doing something, if they're asking you about it, then they're interested. So. 100%, 100%. But yeah, go on. So what else then? How else do you win friends and influence people? Or how? Um, yeah, it's, it's just about communication skills and being... Um, to be honest, I could do with giving it a reread. They say like to, to really take stuff in, you do need to reread stuff. And specifically in that book, it says you need to read every chapter twice yeah. before moving on. Oh, is it? Is that, yeah, is that yeah. what it says in the book? That's like, literally what it says in the book. At the front book, of it or something, yeah. read yeah. every single chapter twice. But, you know, a, a big one was... So uh, what did you read it once? <laughs> yeah, just, just read it. Ignored it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, a big one as well. Uh, a big one was Grant Cardone, 10X Rule. So that's basically like, I don't know, do you follow Grant Cardone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big property guy in America. Yeah. Um, it's about 10X output everywhere if you want 10X the results. Mm. So if you want to grow 10 times on social media, you need to be posting 10 times more. If you want to sell 10 times more stuff, you need to spend 10 times more on ads. If you want 10 times the amount of work, you need 10 times the amount of people. If you want to train, if you want a 10 times better body, you need to train 10 times harder. Like it's all these, so it's when, this, this principle for life. When did you read that book? Um, probably about a year and a half ago. I think it was like second book, book I ever read. So when you read that, would you say you incorporated that straight into King of Kicks and got 10 times more stock, 10 times more sales? 10 well, times just into more life. I just, just started, started living life like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would do it into a certain aspect anyway, but you know, you've got that principle in your, in yeah. your head. Um, but end of the day, I, f I follow Grant Cardone on Instagram, and I'm I'm impressionable for like successful people. So if successful people say try something, I'm trying it, bro. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. I'll I'll, I'll try it. I mean, see it for myself. I might not agree with it six months later, but I'll try it. I'll try and see where it goes, isn't it? Yeah, it's always a funny one doing podcasts with like not funny one. It's 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 a it's a weird one to do podcasts with young successful people like yourself, right? Because you've achieved a lot in in a like. I wouldn't say small time frame, but compared to a lot of people, it's a small time frame, if you know what I mean. So where do you picture yourself being in, let's just say, 10 years time when you've got 35 years experience under your belt in so, life? Um, Not know, just business, but in life. My my whole thing about success is it's that balance between personal life, business life, free time, all these things in one. Um, fitness, health, stuff like that. So it's not just about getting your business to a certain level because mm. I've, I've learned that the hard way. Um, so it's it's about just having the right amount of free time, being able to spend good time with people you want to spend time with, have intense good experiences, and have a business going at the same time. I'm interested in business, so I want to operate a large business. Mm. So you know, I see myself being like in this big retailer space, and like the basics of what it comes down to me buying and selling. That I just love that shit. That's what I like to do. It's not even like a monetary thing. It's just just because what I like to do. And if you can do what you like to do, then you, you know you're you loving life in it. Like even even if you're an ice cream man, bro, if you love selling ice cream, you're winning. Yeah, you're winning. Yeah, you're enjoying it, then, isn't it? Yeah. As long as you're enjoying what you're doing as well. 
but then you're passionate about it, making money from it, you're living life, you're loving that's it. That's it, that's it. What would you advise to someone younger, a younger person watching this podcast? Let's just say that hasn't found their feet within whatever they want to do, um, but are thinking about starting a business. You just can't start trying stuff, start testing stuff. Yeah. Uh, start watching Gary Vee. Gary Vee's a good one. <laughs> I feel like there's there's two people, one person that resonates with Gary and one person that doesn't resonate so much with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys have got strong opinions, right? And you've got to be careful what you take on board because uh, they can be quite influential if you're not looking back and judging it for yourself. But, you know, you've got to judge it for yourself. That's 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 how you win off of watching these of watching yeah. these type of characters but uh, we're advice advice to young like young entrepreneurs it's like just start tasting stuff and ch- just keep at it I mean end of the day if you've got an idea it One will minute. work if you try it enough yeah. unless it's a very bad idea but you're not going to go to you're not going to know if it's a bad idea unless you try it exactly you can't you can't give that judgement yeah. you can't give that judgement and don't be scared of wasting money if it turns out to be exactly. a bad idea and even if it is a bad idea you can hold the same principles and modify it yeah, exactly. So yeah. if you start a t-shirt brand and it's shit, no one likes it, no one buys it. Yeah. Slight adjustment. It's Try all about getting the experience adjustment. under your belt and then eventually you'll hit that one thing that just takes off on a different level. Yeah, exactly. With sneaker reselling, yeah, there seems to be a lot of people doing it, right? So would you advise someone to get into this game? Um, Obviously, without creating competition for yourself. Everyone seems to be doing it right now. And I don't want to say we like creating competition for yourself, but you being in the field right now, um, and someone who's aspiring to be a reseller. I know my cousins have opened up like Instagram pages and whatnot, want to do that sort of stuff. So would you advise it? Yeah, I mean, look, um, there's always room to do better than everybody. So even in a highly saturated market, you've just got to be the best. Every Everything's saturated now with how social media works because everybody can start a business. Yeah. Um, but if you've got ideas of making it to the, running an honest business and making it, making it the best, then... Go for it. I don't see why not. So fitness is a big one as well, right? You yeah, hundred percent. Why? I speak. I speak about this with people all the time. Like it might sound like a bit bro sciencey, but end of the day, like your ancestors were made to hunt. Okay, yeah. Like you, you, you are meant to be hunting for food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to understand. Like we live in a world now where it's your meals are on tap. Everything's there. You know, water's out the tap, warm. Every, everything's easy. There's no there's no challenge anymore. Yeah. So you've got to introduce like a little bit of chaos to progress, mm. I, I think, every day. Fitness is a perfect thing for that. But I feel like fitness in general as well helps your mindset on so many different levels as well. It, like, ke- it, keeps, you, it, it keeps you healthy. It, like, yeah. it, keeps you, it keeps your brain super healthy. It's something to, you know, if, if you're not feeling good or you're feeling down or your mental health's taking a hit, if you go train... You're gonna be feeling better afterwards. Yeah, hundred percent. It's, 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 like, it's like one of the most uh, one of the most famous men in the world recently said, "If you're heartbroken, go to the gym." <laughs> Something like that. But no, fitness helps with everything, man. Like you, you take everything you've learned in the gym, and the discipline, and the motivation, and everything like that. The pump, the pump, you, you, the pump goes into your work life. <laughs> yeah, 100%, it's crazy, bro. Hundred <laughs> percent. But the, the the thing is, it's like. Uh, you build self-confidence by keeping promises to yourself. So yeah. you're the type of guy to go, I'm running tomorrow and you don't give a shit what weather it is. It can be hailstorning, thunderstorms, whatever. Like if you've made the decision you're going for a run yeah. and you go for a run, you're constantly keeping that promise to yourself. So it builds self-confidence. Like so, it's, it's introducing a bit of chaos into your life all the time. Yeah, which yeah. I think it's it's what like a challenge, need. accepted sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. What sort of stuff do you do for fitness then? Is it mainly running? So I, I do uh, kickboxing. Oh, is it? Okay. And Fridays. Yeah. I've started doing that like past four or five months. Yeah. Um, proper bad when I started, but I've been getting into it. Yeah. Like you, you can't fight unless you've trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, now I can, so it's all right. I do, uh, I do running. I do like one run a week, like 5k, 10k, whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, and then I've got gym lift weights as well. And then like, I'm game for a hike as well anytime. A hike, you know. Well, you can do a hike. Up in Wales is good. Wales ain't bad. I'm not saying I go to Wales all the time. I've only been once, but I'm, get, I'm game for a hike. I like, Scotland I like ain't bad, you know. That's not that far away Scotland, from here. Scotland's good. Yeah. Scotland's good. I've only been Scotland once or twice to Santa, but they got big mountains there and stuff like that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy hike. up there. You didn't even... You, You've never seen anything like it. Wales is like that. Yeah, but yeah I, I love uh, anyth I anything sport related. Anything sport related. I'm into. With your kickboxing now, have you got in, been into any uh, altercations or something like that where you've had to put your skills to the test? No, no, nothing like that. No? I'm, a, I'm a friendly person, bro. But you know, you could do that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying that you would, but like, it's like if, almost if, like if, a different confidence level. Yeah, when yeah you, know you can you feel more. You can. you can feel more confidence about yourself. Yeah. Like, um, it's it's a good mental game as well because. Someone's punching you in the face, so you've got to think about it as well as, as well as fighting. Yeah. So it's a good mental and physical workout. Whereas sometimes you might go to the gym and, you know, you're on your phone in between sets. Mm. Don't really have to think about it that much. Yeah. It's a bit different. That's like a constant, constant sport. Same with running, like anything cardiovascular. You're like you're constantly running, and you can set targets for distance or times. So I'm the opposite. I I rarely ever do cardio. You know. Yeah, I didn't. Use, I didn't used to do cardio, but I went um, about a year and a half ago. I went on a run, and I run one k and I had to limp home because I got shin splints. Is it? Now tell you like you know I do swimming here and there, but other than that, no cardio, no. Yeah, no, I just no. got shin splints that bad. Yeah. I had to. I literally limped home, and I'm thinking, I'm 22, 21 years old, and I can't go for a run. So yeah. it's wrong here. So I just start. I start. I went on a run every single week. Mm, until it was gone. Yeah, well, until it was gone, and then I've, I've just gone every single week. What's since. the furthest you've run now? Like, what's the max uh, you've I did done? half half marathon of a week. So like, that's like 13 miles. Yeah, that, that's fucking sick. The other week? Yeah, like a couple of, two, two or three months ago, yeah. First yeah. one, though. Have you done full marathon before? No, no, no. That's, uh, Is it insane? I'm not ready for that. Is it? Would you want to do that, though? Yeah, I'd probably try it, yeah, but mm. I'm not going to... I'm not the type of guy to go... Um, I don't need to sign up for the marathon and yeah, yeah, yeah. take my picture and yeah, do all the, that sort of stuff. I'm yeah. just, if I'm, I'm just going to do if, it if you want to do it. If I want to do it, I'll just go do it on the street. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Just, yeah, but it, the thing is, your cardio gets to a certain fitness where it's like, you, it's just how long you can bear with your legs hurting. Like your, your chest is okay. You're not out of breath because hmm. your cardio just gets to a certain level where it sort of like stops. Yeah. But it's just your legs are killing. Yeah, no, fair play, fair play. Um, but I think we're coming towards the end of the podcast now to be pretty, pretty much. Anything you want to end on? Any final words, messages? Um, where do you see CEO cast oh. in the next five years, or the next, or the next year? Because you, you're moving, you're moving fast. You're getting, you're getting people on this, on this show, man. <laughs> we this will that will be another podcast in itself. Uh, you got, have you got any specific goals in mind, though? Yeah, yes. It's a difficult one for me, yeah, because I started this podcast with with no. Not with no intention, but I didn't have any big goals. Like that. I just started it because, like I was saying to you off camera, I wanted to start a business from CEO cost and finding out what business. Oh, reselling is good. I'll get into reselling. Oh, two new cars is good. I'll, I'll do. But this became the business. So I've had to figure out new goals and aspirations along the way because I clocked, I'll get it cool. This is a business hub. I suppose at this point, I want to be, uh, I love like what Link Up TV and GRM do. Um, so I want to create like the, almost like the GRM of entrepreneurship. Like right now, people just see podcasts, but eventually I want it to be where it's like high-end documentaries, short content, uh, long content. Nice, nice. Everything like that, do live events, networking, 
Um, there's so much you can do within the entrepreneurship field. Yo. I want to be able to put people in touch as well. So let's just say yourself, you wanted to get in touch with like Lewis Morgan, Risa Barra. I want to be the one to be able to connect those dots and and give you that service and that, that experience uh, of just... I want to bring genuine uh, networking and entrepreneurship and stuff. like. I, I don't know. It's a, lot, it's, it's a different episode entirely, 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but I mean, this is a good thing about where social's at right now, like where the internet's at. You can do anything, bro. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's. You can literally start. um, You could start a blog talking about sandwiches, bro. Yeah, and if you do it enough, there's certain people who are gonna bang it, and you can monetize it. This is what I advise to everyone as well. Yeah, if if it's like um, some advising someone of YouTube now in this place in particular, yeah. If you have something that you want to do on YouTube, yeah, whether it's freaking baking cakes or or making paper planes, yeah, if you like it, guarantee for a fact, there's millions of other people in the world that like it as well. So you can't ever think to yourself that your idea is not going to go anywhere. 100%. It will go places. The only, the only period that stops people though is that period of thinking it, about it. Starting out and people judging you. Yeah. And then until it actually turns into something where they can't judge you. Yeah, but that's like me. But, I, didn't, I didn't tell anyone about the podcast until... Yeah, that, that's all you've got to do. I didn't even tell the podcast until anything. They found it themselves. Yeah, you've just got... You've just got the, be, the best thing for people starting is you've got to keep it under wraps yeah, until yeah, it's yeah. moving. Yeah, yeah, You don't want to... You don't... Because I see it all the time. It's... People make an Instagram account. Everybody go follow this. And they think, well, I've got 400 followers. So that's for, they're going to follow this page. Did you do that as well? When you started King of Kings? I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I just started doing it. No, but I'm saying like, did you tell people around you, this is what you're doing. This is what you're on. Like your friends, family. Um, Yeah. But I didn't put it on my personal Social socials or anything. Yeah, but yeah. like. The ones around you knew. Like if I'm doing something, I'm doing it full time. So yeah, anyone yeah. around me, they're like, you'll have seen me doing yeah, it or yeah. heard me doing yeah. it. Or I've paid to you to come queue for shoes for me or mm. you've been in the car for me picking up some shoes or something so like I don't, that. So I don't think anyone, apart from my, my two sisters, I don't think anyone knew what I was doing up until the 10th video. Uh, well, no, a couple of people did. But that's just because it was almost like their embarrassment. You know, we'll, just, we'll see where it goes. If it doesn't yeah, exactly. go anywhere, then, well, then people, no one that, ever knows. That's, some, that's like a major thing that stops people. Yeah. I see it all the time. People make a new business. They share it. They've got 500 followers, 1,000 followers. They think, well, I'm, I'm going to get 150. Mm. And then they don't get the followers because you've got nothing on your page. Yeah. So what are they even following? And then you take it personally because all these people that you know haven't followed your page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's what stops people. Yeah. But, you know, you you stick at these ideas, bro, and stuff, shit happens. No, 100%, 100%. I'd say to anyone who's listening to this, watching this right now, if they got an idea in their head, they just got to run with it, man. Like yeah, and it's that a, day and age run with it for a long period accessible. of time. It's not, it, it's yeah. not, a, it's not a month, two month period. Like we're talking, yeah, talking yeah. a year, two years. That's three the other years. thing as well. I think that people f- they start the idea, do it for a month, two months, don't see the most success from it, and then think, you know what? Let me pack it in. It's not going anywhere. But it's yeah, only but been a month, two months. Every every eighteen, every eighteen year old. There's how many eighteen year old millionaires is there online now? That's what I'm saying. Not, not as not as many as you think there are. But yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the narrative that's getting pushed that yeah. everybody's earning money this young. So when they don't get the success too fast, that's when you start like looking down on their own their own achievements. Because yeah, all these young lot have have messed it up, given that millionaire mindset and everything like that. When really and truly, they're probably millionaires from selling a thousand pound course to ten different people, a hundred different people. Do you know what I mean? And that's why it's messed up because those same people are driving their Lambos and stuff, showing the luxury life to these younger 18 year olds. And when their money's not matching up to the person that they're looking up to online, that's when it all gets messed up. Yeah, that's that's what stops people. That's what stops people. Success is a patience game. Hundred percent. You've got to be you've got to be going at it with zero expectation. Let me ask you, would you would you consider yourself successful at the moment? Um like yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm I mean I've got a I've got a business that's moving, yeah. Yeah. Um 
the factors are everything's not in place where I need it right now. Mm. But obviously, my expectations are super high. But yeah, quite successful for my age. Yeah. You know, one thing I want to touch on as well, right for you, yeah, advertisement because obviously a lot of businesses used to run on Facebook ads, and with the whole iOS change, something like that, it it changed things completely. Hundred percent. I mean, any any business on social media is going to tell you like the the algorithms have changed. Like yeah. the organic reach is not what it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like my page, for example, I remember one time I was getting two thousand followers a week. Mm. Now it's just like gone stagnant just yeah. because the type of content just doesn't reach as many people. Um, they want people to pay for paid ads and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like I was going to say that. I feel like all the platforms are just want, they just want money, essentially, from, from all the businesses and but stuff like that to get them out there. You've got so many independent businesses that have uh, sort of got bigger on social media. So everything's a lot more clouded now. That's mm. why everything's short form video like that. Yeah. Up and down, up and down. Um, are you on TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. I don't, I don't use TikTok. I've literally got... Um, we're, we're doing TikTok big uh, very soon. We've got someone starting part-time doing mm. take, taking control of TikTok and yeah. shorts and stuff like that. So that's where it's at. If you're not yeah, doing short-form you video... Yeah. If you're not doing short-form video, it's like you're not... You're not short-form video is where it's at. That's why even anything, any even your single business, I always say to someone, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Like. 100%. Well, like, t- like everything is TikTok now, so... Instagram short, uh, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts. Yeah. It's all like the same sort of vibes. I'm, I'm sure it's even on Facebook. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't use TikTok myself, but. Uh, Do you not? It's too bad, but I just watch yeah, Instagram yeah. reels instead. But it's, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same it, so. shit. It's the same no. shit. But yeah, them, them short form video, that's where, that's where it's at now. For See, sure. it's, it's killed a lot of people's attention span, yeah, with TikTok and stuff, yeah. So how do you keep, like, how do you keep your social media clean in terms of, uh, inspiration so what what we're trying to do now is offer more value so we're doing a lot of like sneaker news and blog posts and stuff like that um because that's like you're giving the customer something well maybe not even a customer maybe just a, a, your followers you're giving you're giving them something else uh interesting to learn yeah so if you're into shoes and a new a new i don't know a new jordan one's coming out you might be interested to learn about it or if something came out on supreme or if dr did this or that type of thing. So it's, we're just trying to give more value to mm. the customer in, in terms of that advertisement and then showing actual stuff we've got for sale um, in a very high quality version of that. Yeah. Do you ever get inspired by like what other people are doing online? 100%. Like, you know, it's a, they say like you're the average of five people you spend the most time with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those five people can be people on the internet to a certain extent. Because you're following and, them, innit? Yeah, because you're following them. But yeah. the, the thing is, it's, it's an opportunity to follow people. Like if you're... If you're following um, Reese Wabara, for example, what at what age in any previous life would you have been able to see a big CEO, his habits and advice on your phone for free? Yeah. Like you've never been able to see that. To do that no. You've always been limited to the opinions of your area and like your dad's friends. Yeah. That now now how you've got access to information Worldwide. and it's free and you can see it all the time. Yeah. You've got to take it on board. You've got to take it on board. Yeah, no, I love what people are doing out there, and people making, like you said, people making businesses from anything. Yeah, because you not can see the, you can see the insights to how like super successful people are operating. Yeah, and like you know, you copy successful people's habits and you get successful. Just, yeah, no, that's how it works, man. That's how it works. Success leaves habits. Oh, what is it they say? There's there's a saying for it, man. Success leaves habit habits that other people can follow. Or something like that. I don't know exactly. I'll have to research it. Someone can let me know, but yeah, I'll find that one. Yeah.
clockwise. It's stuck in my head. It's gonna yeah, it's big. It's, it. it's big. You can you can take good positive influences from following the right channels. You know, yeah. you've got to set your social media up right. If you're just watching nonsense on social media all the time, you're just gonna have nonsense in your brain. But if you're setting up with people that you're getting value from, yeah, then you know you're you winning. And you're actually gaining something out of that interaction. I forgot. I, I forgot to ask you this question entirely. Right? Obviously, we just we just spoke about success there. What's the revenue look like for this sort of business? Uh, I can't really say that one, you know. And that right there is, I believe, where we probably cut off the podcast. <laughs> no, but you know, um, it's been a pleasure having you on and, and finally having someone to talk about sneakers with or anything like that. Um, if you can follow your Instagram socials, what are they? Yeah, so it's at King of Kicks UK We're yeah. on Facebook, Pinterest, Snapchat, Pinterest as well. In, yeah, that's the first time I've ever Instagram. Um, what else are we on? Twitter, the URL is www.kingkicks.co.uk. Um, 24 hours a day, online, always there. And you can use code CEOCAST10 for £10 off your order. That's nice not bad. Little, nice little discount code there. Do I get that as well? Yeah, you get that, bro. Yeah, that's not bad. I'll use that. CEOCAST10 for £10 off your order. Um, and yeah, make sure you check out King of Kicks. They've got a whole load of stock, a whole load of variety. I'm sure you'll find something for yourself or your girl or your sisters, brothers, whatever the case may be, you'll find someone, something for someone, 100%. Um, and I'm sure if you haven't got it in stock, you'll probably be able to get it in stock. Yeah, we can source everything. Yeah, sourcing sure. as well. So yeah, uh, Theo, it's been great to have you on. Um, and until then, I'll catch these lot on the next episode of CEO Cost. No, I talked quite a, about quite a lot, to be fair. Yeah, that was good stuff. Good, very good conversation other than just business and stuff as well. Like, what, did you think we're, uh, what did you think were good, sir? No, what, sorry? Which parts do you think were good? I like the reading bit, especially. Um, personal. I'm always big on personal development and stuff like that as well. Um, business, obviously, that's a solid conversation. Uh, but just in general, the whole, whole conversation was flowing. Thing solid. is, it, thing is, it's a. I like. I like. Uh, I treat. I treat a business like it's your. It's your vehicle. So yeah. You're changing your habits around how that's operating. Mm. So it forces you to be more efficiently. Mm. So it's not even the benefit you're getting out of just operating that business. It's like you've got to change yourself to operate around it. So yeah, just positives for me, man. No, if, you, if you're into it though, but I think, I think what else, a lot of people have, um, I think there's like a negative connotation around working for someone now or having a job. Nothing wrong with having no, a no, job. No, no, there's nothing wrong with Most it. Most people should be in jobs. Yeah. Like this is not a, like a, it's not a road a lot of people should take. Yeah. Because unless you like the bullshit, you're not going to, you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. Because so, of a normal job, essentially it depends what level you're at and all that sort of stuff. You can leave your stuff at the door at work. Whereas business, yourself, myself, your brain is constantly working. Constantly working. And never, There's no time ever, off. Yeah, There's no in, time since off. I started this podcast in this, uh, this, when was it? December 2019, January 2020 officially, my brain has not switched off once. If someone if someone contacts you with an important person to do a podcast, are you going to say, oh, I'm not working? No. Then we're like that, does it? Yeah, yeah, like that. Literally, you're saying. So when I said I emailed Tate, that was at five in the morning. And I wait. Here, I didn't wait for his reply there. Oh, I did actually tell him like because I thought, all right, let's just see if he replies. He replied at seven in the morning. You think like there's no time for work? Yeah, it's, ga- it's game I mean? on. It's, it's game on. Well, yeah. you know, look, you can enjoy a job, but like there's this full like hustle culture type shit around everyone. You need you've got to work for yourself, this and that. But you yeah. know, you, you don't have to. You can. Do you ever take days? I was having a conversation with this someone. Yeah, with um, I was having this conversation with someone. Do you ever take days off for just to? Kick back, relax. So look, Almost my, like a mental health day. My, my whole thing is, um, I'm not asking myself, do I want to do it? I'm asking myself, does it need doing? That's my main thing. So 
if it needs doing and we're busy right now, there's no days off. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's, all, it's all smoke. It's, it's yeah, all smoke. Yeah, like, yeah, if you, yeah, when, it, when it needs it, you've got to step up and do it. So, yeah. and sometimes that can last for a year, two years, six yeah. months, three months, two months, a week, whatever. So that was, so, that was my argument to the person I was saying, basically, when you know that you should, you've got shit to do and it's got to be done, you can't afford to have a day like that. Yeah, exactly. It's not always a luxury. Yeah. It's, it's not always a luxury you can have. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, if I'm trying to, I had this recently where I tried to work on a Saturday. I usually do work on Saturdays, but I was just unproductive. Mm. I couldn't focus properly. So I'm just like, right, well, it's pointless me being at work. So I just left. You just pack so if it's times it. like that, if I really need it, I'll, st- I'll won't because yeah. I've, I've done it before where you're making you feel yourself, you're making, you fi- you're making yourself feel like you're working. But you're, you're not, not actually getting yeah, anything done. You're not actually done. getting anything done. Yeah, 100%. So th- that's when it's pointless. You, yeah. you know, you've got to do it smart. But, you know, at the same time, it's not about, you know, it's you've got to think logically, not about you, not with your emotions. If you want to, if you want to take a day off, it's not always the chance. Do you have? Do you ever have like reset periods then, for yourself personally? So I've been, um, I watch a lot of Iman Gaji, right? Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of like that deep work for three months, four months, six months, and then um, takes the foot off yeah. through like the summer or whatever. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm implementing now. Um, so now it's winter. It's all, it's all work mode. It's all guns blazing. Well, I, I love I love the hustle. So I, the I like when I like when it gets cold. I like when it's dark and I'm up early. I like when I like when you're wrapping up and you know I'm, I'm into you like it. the hustle fully, innit? I, like, I just like I just like the hustle. It feels a bit more gritty all the time. If it's summer and it's sunny outside, you know, Different. you're not always going to be want to be sat inside there. So. Yeah, no, of course, yeah, of course. What do you do in your time off then? Um, a lot of exercise. I like to go out though. I like to go out for food and stuff like that. Mm. Um, a lot, a lot of sport. Like I said, I like I do I do sport. Um. I do I do sport like for enjoyment. Yeah. Um but yeah, go out. I like I like to go it's out. Chill. I like to go out for food. Yeah. I like to go out for food. Food's always a good one. <laughs> you know what? I said food's always a good one. Food's always a good one. Like it's an experience in it, so you're not only getting the food, but you get you're getting the, you're getting the experience. Yeah, the food, so. food messed me up though for a bit and then I had to join gym and then I went on a diet. <laughs> but I like yeah. I like meeting up with people though. I've, um you know, I've met, I've met a lot of people different places. I like I like I like, I like meeting people, people now. Like I said, natu- naturally I'm an introvert, but I've really enjoyed just meeting people, even if it's not necessarily for a podcast. But if someone messaged me saying, yo, I'm I'm in Leeds. Uh, I don't know, the other day on my Instagram story when I said I'm doing this whole round trip, I said, yo, if you're around, shout me, we'll link up. I don't know why, I just love meeting other people and seeing Oh, so did you not know, know that person you went and met? No, no, I ain't got a clue. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just meet up with anyone and uh, That's good, if people are up for just linking up, then we'll just do it. Um, yeah, you've got, you've got to practice them skills. Mm. Social skills is it's, it's a muscle you've got to train it. Yeah, you've got you've got to practice it. Mm. It's just part of part of being successful. It's just in life, like life success. Yeah, that's it. You never know who you're gonna meet. Hundred so percent. It's good to be social, but yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it, isn't it. Yeah, yeah, that's solid. That was hour and twenty minutes conversation. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Comment your feedback below. Like we said, there's a, uh, a discount of ten pounds. CEO cost ten. CEO cost ten. CEO cost ten. Um, I like that you've done that you know is that the new CEO that's, cost that's where they're going to put you're going to have to just put it right there okay we're going to put it in that little gap there. Yeah. I thought that was basically that like CEO cost two C's <laughs> the same new symbol um, anything else I think I need to get um, a pair of Jordans for myself at last oh wait hold, hold on that's what you said your size of yeah yeah oh, what have you really figured it out or anything like that huh yeah. do you like this I don't, I don't know what they are <laughs> tell me tell me if you like this yeah, yeah, that's bad boy shit. <laughs> yeah, they're hard. I'm gonna cop them a few. You can have them so what are these? Gift. That's a gift. 
No, so, no, I'm, I'm, no. So this, this is the thing, yeah. I, I, obviously, naturally, I know that people have businesses and stuff like that. I always say people say to people, the lowest I'll accept is cost price because I don't want to take money out of your pocket because you've paid for these, obviously. Yeah, but it's it's a. I get it. You've, I, I you're get val- it. You're, you're providing value. Yeah, I get it, but it's I'd rather pay you the of what you paid for them at least. I'd rather so just then give you it as a gift though. Uh, we're gonna have. We'll, we'll toss a coin on it. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll toss a coin on it. All right. You got a coin? Have I even got a coin? My my bags are there. We'll toss a coin off camera yeah. for it. So yeah, just talk me through what are these? Because I don't know. So Jordan Jordan one mids. Yeah. They're like the lower cut versions of the highs. Yeah. A lot of people don't actually notice the difference, but yeah. these are the these are the, the lower cut versions. These have gone super popular. This Jordan like Jordan one mids, three four years ago nobody would wear mids, but now everybody loves. What's them. the colorway called? That's uh, anthracite. It's called anthracite, but it's grey, black, white. Grey and black, the hard. <laughs> no, thank you for that for your man. Yeah, no worries, We're still going to toss the coin, but I like I like the choice. What made you want to pick these ones out? You said you like Jordans. I just thought they're quite wearable and stuff. No, they're so sick, man. I thought, I thought that'd be a good choice for I've them. heard they're comfortable as well. So we're trying them. They're sick, man. I appreciate that. Let me get a coin. I'm going to flip this on camera. Right. So you tell me, heads or tails? Heads. All right, so heads, heads, it's a gift from you. Tells, it's I'll, I'll pay you, yeah. And uh, I won't, shit, I won't uh, flick it, like touch it or anything like that. I'm gonna flick it on the table, yeah. yeah. We'll just see whatever it lands on. I'm not touching that. What is what it? Did you say what's yours? Mind my heads. That's no, tells. What's what's that one? Huh? What's that one? That's tells. So is that your pain? You can just have him as a gift, bro. It's fine. Nah, he landed on heads, but I'm not going to accept it. <laughs> Do you know what? It did land on heads. Uh, it's a gift. We did the coin flip. It's fair enough. All right. Cool. Safe. It's unfortunate that it had to land it, on the floor. Oh, yeah. And on that note, we're going to end the podcast there. So make sure you check out King of Kicks and uh, catch you in the next episode of CEO Cast next week. Next week's going to be a, a good one. Very interesting one, to say the least. So I'll catch you then. Wicked. <laughs>